0: Hey, what's up, B-team? So, one week we get a show that's half the Armenian comedian, and the next week we get a seven-minute commercial for Santa's Village. I honestly did not expect the quality of this show to drop so far, so fast.
1: Yeah, yeah, it kind of did, didn't it, Omar, Dave? Well, please don't have high expectations (laughs) for this show. Santa's Village? Seriously. What did you guys do last week? We love Santa's Village. I do anyway, (laughs) you know what I mean? So, we we did a huge chunk on Santa's Village. Santa's Village is super dope. My show's how much I listen, right, when yeah. I'm not on it? <laughs> I, I think what happened is, uh, Omar, do we need to actually apologize? No. Uh, no, we just didn't have any. We we Our schedules, we couldn't come
0: together, so Lightning and I decided to uh, just talk and then uh, play the intro now. That's all there is to it.
1: Yeah, well, Dave, so. if you didn't listen, we played the intro, and then we married it with the outro. So the whole show was just the jingle. Good. Yeah, yeah. that was Dave's we, idea, by the way. Yeah, so. yeah Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave, thanks, Dave.
2: Dave to blame, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, look, in all honesty, it was just... We are now part of Entercom, and Omar had to take some training for production stuff. I got stuck in a meeting for our New York trip, and Lightning was here, ready to go. So that's how it works, and we couldn't do it. So, hey, you got seven minutes. You will like it. So I you hope get, you liked it. And then That's what she ep- said. You get an yeah. episode
0: this week, and I don't think we're going to be be able to do it next week because we have <laughs> meetings again. So meetings are fun. Is, it people. is what it is. It this is podcast
1: is. is really low on everyone's uh, yeah. you know agenda. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Want to call a <laughs> low on what agenda? Yeah, this <laughs> makes sense. Want to call <laughs> Muggy Priority List? Yeah. Want to call Mugsy Mugs? Uh, yeah, Buzzham he's in studio R. Hey Mugs, want to come on down so we can talk about the thing?
1: I see him. He's coming.
0: Dave could uh, start
2: filling us in though, on what happened. All right, man. So last weekend was Supercross. Lightning, you went to that, right? I was there, yes. Yeah. So, Saturday night, but you guys were yeah, there the, the day, day before. Yeah, the day before, uh, we had a, a media opportunity where uh, Jeff Emes, do you know, Emig. Jeff Emig. Emig, yeah. Yes. Jeff Emig was going to teach us how to ride motorbikes.
1: Not I mean, motorbikes. They're motocross. Yeah, motorcycles. Not motorbikes. We're not in the UK. Yeah,
2: they're what's the difference? Shut up. Yeah. motorbikes. Yeah. Mo- are they <laughs> motorized? They're, yes, but you, Are they bikes? You, uh, Shut up, Whitening! It's oh. not San
1: Pedro, it's San Pedro. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things that you say here Again. in Southern California. Is it a motocross. bus?
2: Does it have four? W-
1: oh, never mind.
2: <laughs> Anyways. So Jeff Emig, former yeah, Supercross star. Yeah, he's now the announcer, right? Yeah. So what's Supercross in?
1: It's mot- motocross racing.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, well, we were confused by that. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> so he's teaching us, and they give us these bikes, and Beer Bug nor myself have ever ridden a, a bike.
1: So you've ridden? You, I brought you guys to the desert, and you were racing. Yeah, I got riding to ATVs. ride a quad. I got
3: to ride a quad. Yeah, quads uh, and, uh, and manual. The, by the way, these and bikes, the Odysseys, these, and yeah, these bikes were automatic. Like so, there was oh, no like little 80cc was, bikes. Yeah, no clutch required. Okay. <laughs> by the way, I you guys, it. you guys see how great
2: my body is and how big I am. <laughs> these bikes were not big. Right. Yeah. They were little itty bitty bikes. Okay. So my giant uh, foot size twelve was hitting the clutch, the the gears. As I'm driving, so it kept kicking me into higher gears. No, wait and a minute. You, you <laughs> just said he, they were automatic. they were automatics, but they yeah. had a gear shaft, so you could change the gears. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't need to shift for, at all if you mean high speed. You didn't. Mean high and you didn't... Speed. Is that it? No. No. It, it had three gears. You got yeah, it. It was it on a one ten. It, it's automatic. You, you could get first gear and go all the way, just
3: all the way around. No, no. What Dave, what, I think what Dave is getting wrong here, it was automatic with no clutch required. You just hit the gear shift with your foot. You didn't have to hit a clutch.
1: Gears, no clutch. Right. Fine. Right. You guys are doing going through whoop to doos <laughs> or what's happening here? Are you,
4: Yeah, that, we're like,
2: just going in circles, riding around in circles. And first of all, I am awesome. And me being on that little bike, my hand got caught on, on the gas pedal, almost ran into a dirt jump. So okay. that was the first thing, but then after we're all it's all said and done, we think it'd be funny because the real writers are all lining up, and <laughs> and getting ready for for their press opportunity. Okay. And we think it'll be funny if Burma gets this little bike, rides up to the starting gate where they were at, and get next to him and start talking. Because talk the to pros, him.
3: they're like yeah. on what 450s.
1: Yeah, 450s. Right. So, so
3: you're gonna ride up to him and talk smack. Right on right. a on a one whatever. On a what, one ten. On a one ten. Okay. Right. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. There's uh, other media outlets there. They're doing an interview with uh, Webb. Uh, he's a huge motocross. I'm forgetting his name right now, but his last name's Webb. Okay. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting. They're doing an interview, and, and I'm just, it feels like an attorney. And the bikes running, and I'm a little bit behind. Like these, like those starting gates things that flip down. Sure. And it's on a hill. So I'm waiting, and then finally they start wrapping up. So Jeff Emig looks at me. He goes, "All right, do it." So <laughs> I roll. I start walking the bike up. And as I'm walking the bike, I hit the throttle. Okay. So now the bike is taking off with me walking it. (laughs) And instead of hitting the brake, my foot brake or my hand brake, I I hit the throttle more. More throttle
1: because it's pulling pulling away from you and you're thus twisting the throttle more.
3: All that's going through my head is panic. Okay. Oh, my God. Is
1: it dragging you at this point? Yeah, because usually what happens is your belly hits the seat and it's dragging your boots in the dirt.
3: I was like, I was like tiptoe running like <laughs> oh, okay. with the bike, like oh. yeah. He pretty much jumped on it, uh, and uh, the whole time I'm panicking and I I don't know. All of a sudden, I don't know how to stop the bike. And I came... You don't reach up and grab the front, you know, the the brake lever on the right? Nothing. Okay. Lightning, my hand stays on the (laughs) throttle. By the
2: way, this is about 10 minutes after we had this whole brake drill of how to use the the
3: back brake. The the, the foot brake, the rear brake,
2: and the front brake. What's going through your head? I'm at Anaheim
1: Stadium in front of a bunch of press and all the Supercross riders. All the
3: pros, and I'm trying to film this funny bit, and it's going to go horribly wrong right now. (laughs) And I'm going to hurt people bad. Okay. Ooh. Are you who are you aiming towards? Is there just I are, was all I was supposed to do was ride up right next to uh the Webb. Writers, yeah. Connor Webb I think his name is. Okay. That's what it is, yeah. And I was just supposed to cuz they're all lined up like ready to go and I was going to ride up on my small little 110 <laughs> be like what's up guys you ready for me? Right. And it's like you're the fat
1: dude from Crusty Demons of Dirt from like in the '90s. Do you remember that? There was always a fat dude on a little tiny bike. <laughs> no, no one remembers that. Oh, sorry, I'm old. Uh,
3: but anyway, so uh, as I'm doing that, I'm panicking the whole time, not stopping the bike whatsoever, and I'm coming close to this nice young lady. And for some whatever reason, uh, my guardian angel can't swoop down and st- stop me from taking this girl out. How? So your your throttle's pinned. you right. You're yeah. wide open, and you're doing like what thirty. No, no, he's doing oh, maybe okay. like ten, maybe. Oh, okay. He's doing like five miles five, per hour. It seemed like thirty. <laughs> oh, you're making it sound like you were just pinned. Like, no. it <laughs> seemed like it seemed that way. Okay. But uh I finally was able to control it. Jeff comes running in. You hear everybody go, oh, 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 <laughs> oh stop what you're doing! And yeah, I, I I barely grazed her. Thank God, no one was hurt. Uh, I was thoroughly embarrassed. Uh, my pride was hurt, and. I just didn't feel good afterwards. But <laughs> Dave, so. is there
2: is there a video of this? <laughs> there is. And oh. you can go to uh the Kevin and Bean Facebook page.
3: Check it out. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, um so.
1: but this is I feel bad for you, kinda, sorta. And Do so I, uh,
3: you don't have to feel bad. I feel bad for myself. It was actually Funnier than the actual bit we were gonna film. I mean, if you look at it, Do really.
1: you remember when uh when uh at Coachella when Kevin stole my buddy's uh moped? Yeah, right, and he crashed it and just mangled it and went and went barreling into the after it was restored. The, yeah. Did he go
3: over the handlebars or he just like kinda bailed uh, off it? Uh
1: no, he kinda high he high sided it. Yeah. So he, he yeah. Made, tried to make a turn and it caught and it threw him over the bars.
3: Yeah. yeah, but uh, this is mine all- wasn't as bad. Yeah,
1: okay.
2: But this is what's crazy about this is this is after I'm with the PR people from the Supercross. Failed. Hey,
0: douchebags! Not that I don't find this super <laughs> interesting because I so don't. But we have Cycle Mike here. Let's get yeah, to yeah, Cycle Mike. He can can he we? Can, wait. can we please?
3: Yeah. Okay. No. Because no, we, we, this we, is wait. like no, become we'll wrap super dull. It's super
2: dull. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. No. So yeah, you might be fine, but I am so not. So I'm talking to the PR people, and I'm like, "This is gonna go bad," and they're like. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Sure enough, boom, mugs hits a person in the ass. That's what the part he forgot. He pretty much
3: sent. I punched her in the ass. He pretty much put a a
4: a, handlebar in her
3: butt. It was an ass punch. But it could have been, like I said, it could have been much worse. I did deliver the line. Hey, can you shut up? Mike's here. Oh, well, you know. (laughs) This is
4: possibly the worst told story in the history
0: of stories being All
2: right, all right, we'll move on.
1: Can we play the intro? Can I say I only
2: told
3: one-third of it? (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Come along now. Take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the
1: scenes. Talking about... about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody, grab your Vaseline.
0: The B Team, yeah. The B Team, the B Team. Oh,
3: that's right.
0: The B Team, baby. baby. We could agree we're going to edit a lot of that beginning, right? No, no, no. I left oh it all in. Oh my God.
1: I left it all in. Solid. What Sorry. What the Omar. hell yeah. is going on there, guys? What beginning? <laughs> we just started. DJ <laughs> Omar Khan. My name is Lightning. We got uh, Dave, the King of Mexico, hey, and we're back. We are back. We had a crappy seven-minute episode on that last one. Sorry crappy. about that. That was pretty, you, awesome. sir. Was, was pretty awesome. It was you talking about Santa's Village. It was all right. It was awesome. It was it was okay. Um, I was going to just barrel through a bunch of email here, but we've got Mike staring at us, and I want to get to the, uh, the psycho episode. I think is what we're listen, calling it, right?
0: Listen, stop with your cutesy names. Let's not call it that. <laughs> Let's just say we have Psycho-Mike here. First, we had okay. the
1: episode, right? Yes. Then Same we had too. the... Then we had the Dotoisode. No, we had the Tatisode. No, no, we, we, we had a right? Tatisode. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's the Fatisode. <laughs> it was the Fatisode. <laughs> it was the Fatisode. <laughs> exactly.
1: So this started off because I had a listener ask who was, who's doing the voice of Yesil Puig? And we said, all right, it's time because we've had a bunch of you know former employees on the show. We've had producer Cortland Cox, Mark Davis. We've had a bunch of really funny guys in here, and the guy who uh, is the reigning king of funny Thank is you. is, is Psycho Mike right oh, here. So, where uh, do you want to grab a mic, Mike? Right there. I'll share with Dave here. Steal, yeah. steal that one right there. He has tolerable breath. <laughs> Mike, when did you start, and how did you get started at K Rock?
5: I started at K Rock in 2003, really early, like uh, January, February of 2003, and then I started with Kevin and Bean. No, and- st-
1: stop there. Yeah. So how? Like, how did you walk? You walked uh, I, in the door and how? Yeah, get- I got
5: out of rehab. Actually, I was. I moved. I was living on the East Coast. I was trying to be a rock star, and I moved back to L.A. because I had a very serious drug and alcohol problem. And you almost killed just that guy. Hysterical.
1: Which one? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wait, which one? There was more than just the one I know about?
0: Mark has a very, Mark, Mike has a very,
1: (laughs) very very shady past. I do.
5: And uh, so I moved back to L.A., which is where I'm from. I'm a local, and I checked into a facility, and I got a job at K-Rock at the lowest entry-level job
1: so you weren't an intern at that point? No. Nope. You were actually no, a driver? No, 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 I
5: wasn't going to school, I couldn't be an intern. I was the okay. I was the lowest. You, well, you had graduated Rutgers, right? No, no, no. I was like I was 22 years old. I I was uh
1: 22. I thought you graduated Rutgers. No, mm-hmm. no, no. You no. just went I was, there. I
5: was you like I, yeah, I I took taking so much time to try to kind of pursue artistic endeavors that I was just going back to school to kind of make my parents happy. Okay. Um so but you
0: started off as a
1: promo, promo kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a yeah. promo and kid. You were standing up kid. in the, like, the easy-up tents and out in front and, of the brand. Uh, the, the,
0: the funny thing is uh we asked Aisa, uh, this is probably like years ago, like, like I don't know, five years ago, Mike had already been on the show, on the Kevin Bean show for like seven years. Like, oh, you know, why'd you hire Mike? Was he charismatic or whatever? And Aisa says, oh, I thought he'd just be pretty to look at. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, that's why he got married, uh, hired, and... Um, yeah, I also uh, <laughs> like so 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 then you befriended Super Steve. Yeah, and then and that's, that's exactly how, what happened. That's kind of how how you got presented to Kevin and Bean. Yeah, and,
5: and you guys maybe, uh, I thinking about this episode, I I started to think back about my history at K Rock. I think you guys are forgetting a huge detail, which is like really crucial to this whole story and and really kind of interesting is that I befriended, befriended Super Steve, and he started using me on the whole enchilada. Right. And then there was a guy here, Jimmy Jam, who was moving on to a different job. Yeah. He, he was getting a promotion, going somewhere else. So there was a job opening at Kevin and Bean for producer. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Bean were interviewing other people just kind of out of an uh, obligatory sense, but they Kevin pretty much had a guy that he had in mind that he was going to hire. Oh, yeah, Ed. Add- and uh, I was gonna go. He timeless. was
2: He he was hired. He, it wasn't. Wait, who Ed? <gasps> Which Ed? Drunk Ed? So, yeah. Second second chance Ed. Yeah. Not Ed, Ed, Not Ed Craddock. Oh, yes, no way! I yeah. I do remember it this now Crattiger, that you bring yeah. it up.
5: And Kevin and Bean hated me when they interviewed me because I was so scared and I was trying to be very professional. He I wasn't was being the funny. Worst,
2: yeah, he was the worst. Yeah, interview because because um. Well, he was sold to us as like, dude, this guy's funny, you know? Because I saw
0: I was the one that pitched you. Yeah. I
2: was all, you guys have to get this. Guy on it because I only Whoa. heard
0: you do the do Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. Because I, I thought Rudy was. A real guy. Sure. And I talked to Steve, I'm like, Steve, where do you find this guy? Because he used to also talk to the Mongols. Yeah. And the Mongols were really funny. <laughs> yes, they but were. They're scary villains. Yes, you they know were. What I mean, uh, yeah, that's um, DJ Khan. Big old criminal criminals, guys. So I thought <laughs> I, I thought Rudy was a real guy too. He's like one of them. Right. Yeah. And he's like, No, no, no. This is a guy, Mike, who works in the promo dip. I'm like, What? Yeah. I'm like, I need I, this guy's so funny. He's like, he doesn't speak that way? He's like, No. And by the way, did
5: you ever if you once you found that out? You must have assumed I was like super beaner, right? <laughs> you, didn't have, you didn't have any clue that I was like whitewash. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, nothing like that. Yeah. But I, all I knew is that you were super funny. And then when Kevin and Bean interviewed you, you were—I didn't—I wasn't in the—I uh, wasn't in the room. But I guess you were straight laced, like you said, very uh, professional. Str-
2: no, <laughs> he was the worst. Oh. He didn't give full answers. That's not true. No, yeah, the, uh, yeah I was just serious. Dude, it was, I was no. just very serious. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was not. The Michael we know, obviously, but, know today. I was, there was but, nothing funny about it. That's yeah. for damn sure. But, no, but you i remember look it from like, my perspective. But
5: also, yeah, I'm, I'm a young kid, and then I've been given this ridiculous opportunity. And I walk in the door, and Matt, Money, Smith, and Kevin were in an argument about music being played because at the time Matt was, oh, no. he, was he was the music they, director, and when, when they were like, oh, they were they, they, fucking yelling at each right. other. Yeah, and yeah, then oh, yeah, Ralph that. comes in and just closes the door behind him and They're like, all right, who's this guy? And I'm like, oh, what the fuck. <laughs> You know that's a, I mean that's how it went down and and Matt and and Kevin were like 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 yelling at each other. I remember right. that, yeah. yeah. And so that that kind of set me. I didn't expect. I, it wasn't like, all right, now it's time to be like whackety schmackety doo I'm gonna. But be. then
0: you weren't auditioning to be that either, right? You know, what I mean, you were you, to be a production but behind the scenes guy. Now working with Kevin to be a right. long time,
5: I realized how I made
0: a huge mistake being serious. I, yeah, you they just don't had want to serious. be yourself, right? Yeah, you know, well, yeah. Most importantly, they don't want you to be funny. They don't want you to be anything that you're not. But relax they, and be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. If, if if the vibe is there, that's yeah. how I got my job. Yeah, the vibe was just there. I wasn't great at my job when i started but kevin and bean they like my attitude and they kind of like like me just me being me you so know? they
5: they they did not like me they were not going to choose me for the job <laughs> they hired this other guy and this other guy i believe showed up or called in sick day one yeah because Ca- he was drinking and so kevin uh, i believe kevin was just like fuck it just hire that idiot <laughs> but and that's at, how i got my shot at, at the
2: end of the interview uh <laughs> they gave Mike a CD and said, here, there's a couple of bits on here. Edit this. And okay. that's how we'll judge you. I don't even remember that. Yeah. And as soon as he walked out the the door, they're like, yeah, he's not going to do it.
1: Anymore. I don't remember that at all. And I must have been in the room. Like, that is I'm crazy. I'm sure you were. Yeah. It was yeah. there. I just remember you by being the uh, the kid that came in with topsiders. You were looking all you know. Preppy I tried to be and, very professional, yeah. which was a huge mistake. Which, well, I tried to I, act very professional. I did which the was same thing. Mistake. I yeah. came in when I interviewed. I came in with like a, a, t- a shirt. I might and have tie. worn a tie. Yeah, I might have worn a tie. I had a tie because yeah. I thought it was a, you know like it's, it's a job interview. It's a job interview. Yeah. No, and like people are coming with a, a, a mascara and stuff like that. You know, dudes. I'm like, nah, chill, uh, bro. This is it's a business. So when you got, but, the, how,
0: do you remember getting the call to come in or a, any of that? Do you? Remember? Yeah. And I was
1: I was shocked because I mean yeah. I was already
5: I was already working at. K Rock, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like they had. I think they actually just called me. It pr- brought me in physically, and, um, and I was super scared I was super nervous. And
0: and your your production background at that point was pretty limited, w- unbelievably limited. Right.
5: In
1: fact, we, I had we to- were going to bring you in as board op? No, a guy to pull to, clips and do that. Yeah. So uh, this is their Because Jimmy Jam was who was the... Produ- before you, right? So you were running the board at the time, Omar. I was right? running the board and doing production. Yeah. So they wanted so I to doing, guys- I was
0: doing all the imaging and yeah. running the board. However, I was really good at running the board and doing the imaging after... I'm, dude, I was working 14-hour days. Yeah. So... That was so. I would go there, run the board. Mike was in here pulling clips of whatever needed to be done for that day's show. And then I would come in here after the show, produce a breaker, any promos, any jingles that needed to be done and yeah it was crazy and mike didn't really uh, do well in here so then we had the you know the the, the fit would be swap mike out in there he uh, become the board op right. and then he could contribute on the air when need be and he's funny obviously and uh, I'm more of a production guy and I could get more work done in here
1: and I don't have to work 14-hour and that days. really started to work right yeah. that was, mike how yeah. did you feel about those first couple of weeks or months when you're in here Kind of like fish out of water, because well, you're really creative, but you're not like handy when it comes to electronics.
5: No, uh, well, I could have been. It's just that when you're coming into the
1: well, show, it's a full show that's already in
5: full swing. Right.
0: You know, I mean, they expect you to be 100 right off the bat, and, and you that's have to impossible. have
5: the, have the vibe of the show. You're not, a, you can't. The thing about doing the production for the for the show. Was that it's not about your sense of humor; it's, it's about, about Kevin, making sure right. you match that with Kevin and B. They're pacing, and um, and I did. I was completely blind to that. You know, I would just throw in <laughs> bits that I thought was funny. Yeah, and it was always terrible. Yeah, um, but then when Omar, I'm pretty sure it was like Omar's idea that it was switch. about six
0: months. Yeah, yeah. because I, 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 th- there was you know working fourteen hours days, and I think I had just moved to Rancho Cucamonga, mm-hmm. so uh, me leaving here at three p.m. Would I wouldn't get home Ugh, till six?
5: I can't even imagine. Yeah,
0: so, so, so th- those were tough days. And then I came up with the idea I was like, hey, Mike, you know, how would you like to, you know, be in there? Because when I would be in there, I would contribute very little, if any, you know, and then, you know, Mike, you know, would contribute a lot more. Perfect fit. And I mean, <clears throat> once you get the basics down of running a board, I mean, you know, you, you could handle it, and he, yeah. he was technical Until enough. Until you
5: throw in the the wild X factor of Kevin. Kevin, yeah. Well, there's a lot
1: of <laughs> a, there's a lot of anticipation that needs to happen, and you need to know their comedy stylings. You can't yeah. just yeah. yeah. And a lot of board ops over the years have not had that. Yeah. You know, even to this day. I mean, well, ship every once in a well, while. Well, beer mug, have Beer mug's a prime
0: use. example of a guy who. Can do that job and can do that job very well, but it's so demanding on a day-to-day basis, and you have to be minute-to-minute. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the thing. You can't stay like read a
5: magazine, which you You, would do by the way. Yeah, if you like, you can't read a magazine, you can't like check a text. Yeah, you have to essentially be like one of those guards in front of Buckingham Palace, just waiting for Kevin or being and 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 like Omar said, anticipating. Oh, they need this drop right now. They that they, Ralph might need this. Blah blah blah. Whatever it may be, um, that's the 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 part of it that was hard. But the cool part was that I, I I definitely think that I developed a bit of a rapport with Kevin, as crazy as he is. That where I, I kind of could influence him in a way,
1: like, right? You know,
0: and yeah, I, I call, it's like reading his mind. You yeah, yeah. read his mind, and he'd be like, oh yeah, 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 exactly, yeah.
1: Well, a lot of those times you'll you'll bring you'll cue up a drop or something that he hasn't even thought of. Right, right. And and then he appreciates that you know you get a yeah. high five or something and you're like yeah yeah I contributed
0: yeah do you that, remember um you know getting all past that and then what your first like comedy bit was yes,
5: it one hundred percent the the first one I did that changed like really I did other ones in the past and and they were well received like Kevin and me were like that was funny good job maybe we'll use it more mm-hmm. the day the moment where the tides changed where it was like he's not just our board up anymore was. Out of the blue, totally off the cuff, we talked to Kevin Federline. Really? <laughs> that, yeah. Just was, like, hey,
0: you, was, you could do this Wigger character. Yeah. And, make and it I, funny. I just I was like, let's just
5: like, why don't we talk to him? Okay. You know, because Ke- Kevin Federline and Britney Spears were the bi- they were the Kardashians of the yeah. time by far. Yeah. And so I was like, let's talk to Federline. And I, r- I ran into the other studio, not even the the normal voice bit studio, and um, lightning started playing, actually playing out loud. Rap music, okay, and then and, you uh, and were just the, over the phone, weren't you? Yeah, it wasn't even uh, like, over the actual, physical wow. phone. Was, and um, Kevin and Beed are like, "Well, what's your day like?" I'm, and I said, "You know, smoking weed, watching Scarface." <laughs> and, and it was like, it was like a twenty second bit, <laughs> right. and that that from that moment on, it was like That's let's great. start letting this guy do more bits.
0: That's awesome. Uh, spe- well, since we're spe- uh, speaking of Federlezy, um, I have this bit that uh, we did, and uh, it was just a random bit for me. For my money, I think. Uh, all the Federal Line bits were top-notch, especially, you know, I mean, every, every Federal Line bit that we did, could, Mike would always contribute like a, a minute and a half to a two-minute song, and they were always yeah. so, like, filthy. The stuff that we used to get away with, we would never get away it's with today. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how, like, you even know, the things have mention changed. half the stuff. That, it, it's yeah. crazy. It's Earlier crazy. Earlier
5: today, we were talking about Doto's stand-up. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. The jokes we wrote for him, right,
5: I, I, I would just, we, we, they'd throw us in jail or something. Yeah.
2: I, I have that bit saved on a hard drive, and I was going to replay it over the, the winter time, and I said, yep, can't play that. <laughs> nope, sure can't play that.
0: Uh, so let's uh, go through this, and uh, Mike, stop me if you want me to stop me, just let me know okay. and uh, see if it brings back any uh, fun memories.
4: Uh, Yeah, and one of the ones that has gotten uh, most of the attention involves Kevin Federline working at a fast food restaurant, which brings us to this latest story. Apparently, his new job offer comes from Taco Bell. There was a letter circulated on the Internet this week that was written. It was for real, too, written by Greg Creed, the president of the Taco Bell Corporation, offering a job to Kevin Federline. So uh, we thought, well, what's the deal with this? Is this insulting to Kevin, or is it starting to look good at this point in his career? So we thought we'd get Mr. Federlezi on the phone with us, back on the Kevin and Bean show on k Hey, Kevin.
6: Oh, uh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Good Evan bazine, all, all
4: We haven't uh, talked to you in a while. I don't even understand what you're saying right now. But how have things been going for you? You've been kind of low key since the Britney split.
6: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I took some time off from my everyday career, you know, but I feel like this Super Bowl commercial is going to be like a big, you know, like a like a revival. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Okay.
0: That's how big he was at the time. <laughs> yeah, that he was a Super but, Bowl. Yeah, it's crazy.
4: Now, what about this letter from the president of Taco Bell where he says, quote, Come work for us just for one hour shift. We'll get you a uniform, a custom name tag, and show you what a great place Taco Bell is to work. We'll even reward customers who visit that restaurant with an order of our new carne asada steak grilled taquitos for free. What do you make of that? (laughs) I ain't going to lie, dog. I took it. I took the job. Really? You, you, You already accepted it?
6: I'm in Taco Bell right now on my shift.
4: I didn't think you were that smart.
6: Slanging up tacos left in Rizzite like I used to slang crack back every night. You know what I'm saying? Up in Fresno. I didn't choose this life, dog. So you're telling me <laughs> you that three months
4: ago you were living in a mansion in Malibu with Britney Spears. Wait, hey, that- yeah, B, shut up real quick. My order. Oh, yeah, what, well, hey. Is that you late? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what, well,
0: hey, hey, dog, what can yeah. I get for you?
1: I want a beef corncetta, a uh, Mexican
4: pizza, yeah. um, a salupa. A
5: side of sour cream. cream, cream, Uh-huh. Lightning didn't need to research any of the Taco
6: Bell (laughs) (laughs) menu either. He's like, what did I get last night? (laughs) All right. Hey, dog, do you want to add a a side of chips and some sour cream for only $2 (laughs) more today? Taco
4: Bell? No, no, no,
0: All
5: right, hey, dog, Kevin? Y- 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 Did I, I write a, a song the- for
0: this? Oh, yeah. Want to get to the song? Yeah, why not?
5: Because <laughs> I, I do not remember this at all.
4: I put a gangster spin. Here we go. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Tell us about the new song that we got to spin, then we'll let you get back to the rest Listen, of your show. Listen,
5: like I said,
6: dog, I let my art represent my life, and I've, I've been working at Taco Bell a couple of days now, and I, just like Kevin Federline does with everything, I put a gangster spin on, on all that I do. So this song <laughs> is about just, like, Working fast food, working with Mexican food in general, and, and how I'm dishing it out to the public, kid. All right. Let's hear it. This is called Sprinkle That Cheese. Yeah. Sprinkle that cheese, bitch. Sprinkle that cheese. Yeah, sprinkle that cheese. Bitch, sprinkle that cheese. Get down on your knees, bitch. Sprinkle that cheese. I've been decorating faces like Christmas trees. Yeah, I'm coming south of your border. Got a 10 ton burrito made fresh with every order. Chock full of beef. I don't need no rice or beans. Unleash my burrito from my baggy denim jeans. It's muy grande. The Rio Macho combo. Me and your fish taco can do the pelvic mambo. You need two hands to handle this beast. It ain't no light snack, it's an all day feast. I've been working that drive-through, driving through bitches. I'm all about my cheddar and collecting my riches. Uh. Marinate my beef, bitch. Marinate my beef. Yeah, <laughs> marinate my beef. It's my carne asada. Marinate I'm, my beef, bitch. I'm marinate
5: a better rapper.
6: I got the sour cream to fill your hole your lava. Yo, Taco oh. Bell is what they say to you. Yeah, oh, because Kevin. I sprinkle crack in every chalupa. <laughs> Working that drive through in my wife Peter Put 20-inch rims on your next quesadilla because I'm gangster. And that's how I roll. I'm the Taco Bell kingpin from here to Fresno, bitch. Spray the sour cream. Yeah, spray the sour cream. Uh. Gonna spray the sour cream. How about a frosty horchata? <laughs> <laughs> going to spray the sour cream. I for
4: your Poon
2: Tenko Lava. <laughs> <laughs> ah. yeah. awesome. Veiny dong. Nice, yeah. Michael. Yeah. Now, did you save all yeah. these songs? No. That's awesome. Why? Oh, I saved Mike, nothing. Mike,
0: Mike wouldn't care about it. He would come in here and, and drop the song, and then that, that's it. <laughs> can, he wouldn't care. Can you I, imagine all the songs, that we could put
2: them out in one album? There,
0: There's somewhere. There's a stack of, like, 40 CDs somewhere. I keep talking about it. I for Somebody would save them, because back in the day, we used to have to burn each uh, thing on CD. It wasn't, like, all digital like it is now. It's I so saved funny. nothing I mean yeah I'm horrible you must have done at least 40 at least
1: 40 I, I did at a least. lot yeah I did oh, a lot yeah. and and, um, and you were and, the, and at the same time you were having to save like all the Kevin and Bean bits and you did a horrible job of like archiving the <laughs> Kevin and Bean material in your years you know what I'm just not that guy
0: and, and by the way it, what's the point Saying, when,
1: I'm just saying that when, like, when you we, and I had to go back and find bits, we're like, Oh, those are the mic ears, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I,
0: I no, because I mean if it's not flagged for best of, what are the chances that we're gonna go and use it? You know what I mean? It just, it just it just, not relevant to today's okay. thing. Well, I mean, look, uh, luckily now we could digital. Mighty's just pissed because there's bits that he wants to find that he can't find. But well, also, well,
5: yeah. on those DATs, we used to, those digital audio tapes, we'd re-record, re-record over them over them. so much that, yeah. Yeah, you know. It's not
0: like things. today. Like, today it's so easy because, I mean, obviously we have unlimited hard drive space.
2: Yeah, and uh, so Federline is the only character that we got in trouble for? Yeah. That's true, right?
1: So what happened with that? Because I don't recall that the, story. The the Britney Spears like legal team got
5: came at us, and then out of the, like someone defended us with uh, CBS attorneys at the time, saying that it's parody and you can't do it. And they, and they were right. And that I was don't it. remember that at all. Yeah, wow. they
2: they came down because because yeah, Mike wrote a song and someone put it on YouTube, and it was a racially insensitive song. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, no, you're, no. you're wait, thinking
1: is, about something else. Is that no, where we got no. where, you got suspended right at one point? Yeah, hey, I don't didn't think we're busted? allowed to talk about this. No, Why not? No, 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 no. I mean, no, I'm pretty see... sure that we were contractually told
0: not to <laughs> yeah. talk about it. Yeah, I don't think we we could talk about this. What, you're talking grape about soda? grape soda. Yeah, yeah, we're not allowed to take a talk about grape soda.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no, be, I, I, I believe I, I, I believe you. No, no,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I not I'm leaving this part in. No, I thought you were
0: talking about something else because I remember the grape soda.
2: Yeah, that's the only thing we got trouble for. For for. Are you talking about something differently? No, Something I would, that that happened initially. Yeah. The, the yeah. Britney Spears
5: like uh, legal team. But yeah, then it, w- it was after that. Team. It I was know, I heard it, yeah, because the grape. grape Soda made it to World Star. Yeah, ironically, that's where. Uh, did
1: it really? Yeah, and then people are like, oh.
5: has Kevin Federline lost his mind? They, What's the, wrong they with? They this thought guy? it was
1: really Kevin Federline, so yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grape Soda, right. the name of a song, that's It was really good. Right.
5: <laughs> I remember that song now. Drinking grape soda up in the White House. It was the day after the Obama uh, inauguration. Oh my gosh! Uh, now I remember.
1: Yeah, and then we, was, we and decided, now you know why we're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. And we decided to do the Kevin Bean's Black album, and then that got um, that, shut down that by that the got man shut down, yeah. because uh, Kevin Federline had a song in there with a. Uh, it started, What do you eat at Christmas time? Fried chicken, <laughs> and then something, something, summer finger licking. <laughs> do you remember that?
2: <laughs> what do you eat at Christmas time? <laughs> yeah, <dude>. My name <laughs> is Kevin. Federline.
0: Everything was getting shut down by the man. Oh my gosh. Tell and then me, we had Rudy do Brown Christmas on that record, yeah. too. <laughs> Brown <laughs> Christmas, yeah, and beer mug. Remember, beer mugs, beer mug's anger song. towards.
2: Santa Claus song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he didn't,
1: he, he, why didn't the Jew boy get toys? Yeah, <laughs> he called
2: he called Santa Claus an anti-Semite. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: no, so that's the he album. might that, have a point. That, that's the digital album that never got released. Yeah. And, man. That, that would was, have been one of the best Christmas it albums. It would have been. And, and by the way, the um, only album that you would have been on, right? Because you weren't yes. on any of them. Yes, You right. ended that before you started. Right. That's Well, no, I worked
5: on some yeah. a lot. In fact, I remember two occasions where you and I, stayed here all night like straight through to the, the show that was the
1: superhero ones right the kevin and B. superhero Super one Christmas. and the
5: and the one with um It was. It was there was Christmas time in the nine oh nine. Yes, yes, that was the one. I I, I, remember,
1: like you and I, you and I personally, because that was going to be that's the one where we had to change everything at the last minute because we were going to do a Michael Jackson themed one called Christmas Time in Neverland. Remember when we got busted and we couldn't do it, so we had to switch. Like in the eleventh hour, all the tracks had to be scrapped, and it was then it became Christmas time in the nine oh nine. We had to go
5: back to all like the the guest spots that did. Did the the CD? We had to go get them to re-record stuff. Wow! And it was like it was like Kevin Smith and Will Ferrell, and you know, it, it wasn't that easy. To, yeah. No.
1: no. Hey, yeah, Will, can was, you come Kevin. down and <laughs> re-record this real quick? Uh, so we're gonna break this thing up into two segments, guys. Um, just so you know. And before we end the first segment with with Psycho Mike here, I want to hear about Gene Simmons. That happened. Just honestly, he's just wait, such wait, a, wait. What are you gonna say? um... Break it up
0: into two segments. Just
2: no, we his... we should do uh, Gene Simmons, Hot Cheetos, and then end it, and then do another one.
0: Yeah, but we're not going to do back to back cycle Mike episodes. No, no,
2: right. Just, so so,
3: no, no, but, no, no, so there's no need yeah. to say that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, need to say so that. Yeah, so we'll, just, we'll do just, this
2: another time. Just yeah. just uh, continuing with Mike. Just yeah, yeah, yeah not back to back. how do we set it up? Because and say, hey, Mike's back. I mean, no, no, like, hey, we're catching up with Mike again because there's yeah, because he's
1: been.
0: This is this is early. This is later. How many years were you on the show? Eight.
1: Why can't yeah. we just yeah. why can't we just put it all into one show? It's gonna take a long time, dude. No. Oh. Really? Death
0: Mike's gotta stars? get out of here in five minutes.
5: Yeah.
1: Yep. No, I got I got till like eleven forty five. She's got twenty minutes. Okay. Let's right. just keep going till we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I wanna hear about uh, Gene Simmons. How did that voice come about?
5: He's just such a ridiculous character. I mean, honestly, the real Gene Simmons is almost unparodyable.
1: Were you, but I think, weren't you doing that in the office after the show before we put it yeah, on the air? Yeah, no, I, didn't.
0: I remember you and Ralph were going back to back. Yeah. Remember oh, something that's like right. that? you both did and Gene. then And then your Gene Simmons was far more superior to Ralph's. And, uh, Which is crazy because
5: Ralph has a much naturally deeper voice than I do. Yeah. I don't know
0: why it worked out that yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, Ralph originally would do our Gene Simmons. And then once Mike started doing, you know, like Federline and being more comfortable doing voice bits on the Kevin and Bean show, then it was just kind of like a natural progression to start Mike letting Mike do Gene Simmons because the impression was better and Mike was funny. And all I know is that you would always just, you know, uh, zone uh, zone in on Lisa May. Yeah. <laughs> and, and...
2: Now, did that come about after he came in? Yes. Yes. Right. Because he—that's where he, he really did hit on her. Right. I never he hit I on ever
5: met. Gene Simmons obviously yeah. A normal person life He came into the studio And and like I'm not exaggerating He grossed me out Like he was so Over the top Inappropriate, I remember yeah. uh, Amy Stevens Who used to work here As a uh, She was the promotions director. promotions director Um, Really like a great person And sweet and nice Huge Kiss fan He She comes in to meet Gene And she's like I'm a huge Kiss fan I'm in the Kiss army And he's like Oh that's fantastic Come in, Sit on my lap <laughs> Sit on my lap And she does and he's talking to her about, you know, she and bought And she her would her. just
0: play nice right. because she's
5: the promotions director. Exactly. He's a guest at the radio station. Right, but this isn't some dingy intern. She's like a big, she's, wig right. executive Absolutely. at K-Rock, yeah. and she's sitting on his lap, and they're talking for 20 seconds, and she goes to get up and go back to her job, and he goes, hold on one minute. Oh, no, 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 stay there. I'm going to come.
4: <laughs> and I'm like, oh,
5: my. And I'm standing right there like, oh, my, oh my God. God. I didn't hear that part of the and story. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that that <laughs> happened during the break. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, I I just couldn't believe – and so it just – it was almost like – automatic that there had to be some parody because this guy, he's like Trump is. you just He says yeah. things that you go, well, how do I even <laughs> make fun of that, you know?
2: That's so crazy. And then you look at it and you're like, well, that's Gene Simmons. That's Gene Simmons, Do you yeah. have
1: any uh, recollection as to what the first the subject matter was at the time? That no, it's right? just always oh, it's, it, whatever was sure it was whatever plugging, he was hawking. Because he's always yeah, hawking yeah. Coffins, toilets, all of right. Yeah, it's yeah. always some
2: weird merch or his like uh, mini golf and stuff. And then it would always just or... turn
5: into my, my excuse to hit on
1: whatever female's <laughs> in the studio <laughs> yeah
2: and then another famous bit Wait,
0: that I- uh, i like to touch on your impressions. Like, yeah. w- at what age did you start doing impressions and stuff? Because you had that one already in the bag. I'll, I'll... So when did you start playing around with, like, voices and stuff? Because yeah. I, I do a killer shaggy. Yeah. And, uh, and Lightning does a, <laughs> ki- a, cooler, uh, a killer uh, George Bush. Let which... me hear your shaggy again. Like, but... zoinks! Yeah. Spot but, on. But, thank you. Um,
1: it wouldn't be prudent. Spot on.
0: You know, but, you know, I mean, for me, it was just, you know, I loved watching Scooby-Doo, and I yeah. would want to try to do that voice. But did you have, like, a deeper affection for, like, you know, impersonations? Yeah. I never looked at myself as like an
5: impersonator or as someone who does impressions, but ever since I was a really little kid, I always would do impersonations of like people in our lives, like to my family, my uncle, or uh, you do you do your dad a lot? I do my dad a lot, and 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 I and I was always naturally really fascinated with people's mannerisms and and their way of speaking, and I I, I just naturally, whether I'm good or bad at impersonations, I definitely have a natural interest in watching people and, and seeing I was like, wow, that's so strange. I mean, still to this day I'll, I'll hit my wife, I'll be like, you know, someone will be behind us at the movies. I'll be like, it's well, so strange, that guy's inflection. Right. I mean, it's just very unnatural.
0: Why yeah. would he talk like that? You know? <laughs> so I, I, I've always had that desire. And then Do you remember what voice you started to do like first, or was it just a presence of your family? It well, my my Rudy
5: came from an actual cousin, Rudy. Oh, okay, and whenever he was part of my extended family, because I know this may come as a shock to a lot of people, I am in fact Mexican. Right, um, half.
1: By the way, was <laughs> shocking as hell to me when I find that find, now, found that out.
0: I was like, no way. Yeah, well, I have
1: a white yeah. last name, and I, yeah. you know, yeah. Now, so wait a minute. Super Steve says that Rudy is his cousin, and that you were you had met his no, he cousin. cousin or something like that. Yeah. So there's no, he doesn't. There's he doesn't say it's his cousin. Like there was me. some, there was some Rudy
5: <laughs> character that he yeah, like. That- he is one totally responsible. I'll give Super Steve a tremendous amount of credit because the only reason Rudy became anything outside of me doing an impersonation of my cousin, or it was based loosely off of, uh, is because of the whole enchilada and him, you know, helping me and like supporting and like delivering that. But it it was based off of, um, off of, of a guy in my life, my cousin Rudy. Uh, The last name came from Super Steve, myself, and Chuck Adame, a friend of ours who used to work here. Yeah. We were in a K-Rock van driving, and there was like a Cisneros butcher truck. (laughs) And and it was just, he was from that- Point Rudy, he's Rudy Cisneros, Cisneros. born because we, we were just bombing on each other in Cholo voice in right. that at that moment in that truck and that was boom
0: and of course he's from Boyle Heights yeah yeah I love s- that
1: so what does your your real cousin think of the Rudy Cisneros yeah, I, character I haven't talked to him and I, I would be surprised if that guy's alive oh, oh really he was yeah. he was always he was always
5: fifteen years older than me um so I I didn't have that and he was one of those guys that you only see at like intense family situations like a funeral or mm. or like a. Uh, I, I the last time I talked to him was probably in the late '90s. My great grandmother's passing away, and we were all at her bedside.
1: But was he really the guy with the the, the white socks pulled up tall? Yeah, and, he and, was that and guy. The long shorts. He, I, and I remember the he the white showed
5: up t-shirt. to he showed up to uh, my grandma's sister's um, funeral in just like Dickie shorts. Like he was at a funeral. <laughs> and and I, the the thing that always um, made me laugh about him, which I think is common for a lot of like cholos, is that. He was so angry at me for having things that he didn't. And it wasn't even like that's like tr- yeah. he, he's always like you don't even know, dog, you with all your like your house and your like <laughs> supported parents that you know. It's yeah, funny. Mas put the homework that you do. I'm like, like I'm really I'm in 8th grade. Like what do you mean? <laughs> Why are you mad at me, you uh. know?
0: Um did you did you have a, did you always want to Being an entertainer, I mean, I know you wanted to do music. Yeah. And that was your your driving passion for a long time. Yeah. At an early age, did you know you were funny, or did that come later? Like, after you kind of, like, discovered and started doing bits? Or did did you ever kind of, like, just, were you just a likable guy, or? I never thought,
5: like, I never thought of myself as being Particular, like particularly funny I, I came from a group of friends that were really funny and I just thought it was par for the course got it, it like I, I came from a like a, a, like your buddy George really, yeah George and, and right. Hunter and those yeah. guys I mean, yeah. I grew
0: up with people like that so right. it all just so they're seemed all characters. par for the course they're yeah. all super like yeah I mean that's a weird bunch yeah because like for me I, I mean, all my buddies are pretty normal yeah. your, your friends are way abnormal fucking lunatics yeah, yeah they're yeah. lunatics yeah, it's, it's yeah. something
2: to say about your group of friends because like Omar said our friends are normal people. Your friends are just the most outrageous people I have ever met. Yeah. And, you know, we're still in contact with some of your friends because they're that funny. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, I have
5: savage friends. And these are people I've known since, like, kindergarten, most of them. So it's a, it was just a culture of, like, uh, of just insanity. So I never really saw myself as, like, the standout funny guy. But I did always want – I didn't know how, but I always wanted to be a performer. Right. I definitely thought – And
0: you did, you know, back in uh, – I think you attended college somewhere. I mean, you did some, like, theatrical work yeah, as well, right? Yeah, I was,
5: I was a theater major. Right, uh, yeah. And that's what I, I – and it was not because, like, oh, I'm going to be a thespian. It's right. just I thought to myself, what – I, I knew for a fact normal person work wasn't going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just – it wasn't. So I had to figure out a way, and I, I tried, you know, music like you said – um, I, I got into theater arts and whatever it could be to try to develop this idea. And it was very vague, but I just knew internally I had to make a living somehow performing for people. That was right. it.
2: Did you ever have a regular job?
5: Oh, I, I had only regular jobs until I got a job at K Rock. What was the last job you had the, as a regular? I was like, a janitor at a prosthetics lab hmm. in Pasadena. Did you steal a prosthetics? No, no. no. <laughs> but, I, but they, and the guys were cool that I made my own. What? They, they, yeah, they'd Are make, you kidding? they kidding. They would make moldings of, like my foot and no stuff. Way. Yeah, you didn't make a prosthetic penis. <laughs> no, I, I. You know why? Well, well, wasn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> you have to dip them in these like molds, like foam molds. And I honestly, unless unless I would bone up, which I wasn't going to do, right? Um, it wasn't it's even a cold laboratory. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. You're help know. me
1: out, bro. <laughs> I want to flash back to Hot Cheetos. Yeah, How did Hot Cheetos come about?
5: There was a story, a real story, on NPR. It wasn't like some silliness story uh, from The Onion. There was a real story about how they were having a serious problem in Southern California grammar schools with Hot Cheetos because the kids would get, they were so addicting for the little kids, and they would get that orange stuff everywhere. And they were banning specifically Hot Cheetos, Mm -hmm. not other snack foods. at at Southern California grade schools and junior high schools.
0: My wife's a teacher, and and kids go bonkers for these things. I know. I've got an 11-year-old. It's it's insane. I think they're disgusting. I hate them. Yeah. You know I can't take them. Huh? I'll be really? pussy yeah.
2: when it comes to spicy stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, all I remember is that there was a period, a couple of years of the Kevin and Bean show, where we were playing those Hot Cheeto kids over and yeah. over. Oh, oh those Hot them. Cheetos! Hot Cheetos make me crazy! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my booty be burning! That was you from know. the NPR uh. Yeah, that was report. from the news yeah. piece. Yeah, that was from
5: the news piece. And it was just so crazy that this was happening, so we decided to make a video. I was you and I, Lightning, right? Right, yeah. I went down in your old LBC van.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we drove
5: to a Santa Ana grade school. <laughs> And uh, we tried to pretend it was, as one, if, it was one of the schools in the news. I think, right? Wasn't I believe it? so. Yeah. yeah, it was a Santa Ana, and we, portray, we portrayed this notion that Hot Cheetos was just like crack cocaine or, yeah. or some other narcotic. And I was a slang—I was slanging Hot Cheetos. <laughs> I got the best stuff on the streets. You want some Hot Cheetos? Yeah. You got quarters? No. Yeah. I don't do this job for free, <laughs> but maybe. You kids got friends?
6: You, have friends? you
5: got friends? You popular at school? You guys popular at school? First bag for free. All right. Listen. <laughs> tell your tell all your buddies. They know where to come when they get hot Cheetos. Okay. You need some Cheetos? The kids are so funny. Yeah. You want some Cheetos? Hot Cheetos? Just got to keep my head on swivel, you know. <laughs> you never know when one time's gonna roll up. They can't stop me from hustling. It's in my blood.
1: And by the way, a cop did roll through. Do you yeah, remember that? And yeah. We freaked out. We're like, oh, wait a minute. We're actually just giving away Hot Cheetos. We're not selling crack. <laughs> he had a four by six table, like a fold up table on the street corner with like industrial Costco size of uh, Hot Cheetos. We're just giving away. That yeah. was one of my favorite bits that we ever did. Just because, yeah, yeah.
0: And the video's online if you guys want to see it. Yeah. Just search. Uh,
5: K-Rock Hot Cheetos. Yep. Yeah. That was a great. Just because of the kids. They were so funny.
1: Yeah. They're so and, yeah, sincere they were, about Yeah, they were.
0: They were like, uh, "Is this cool? Yeah, Just I mean, getting free, free chips? hot Cheetos." <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. The, the reaction you can watch their face is pretty funny. You you met Aussie here in the studio. Yeah, and then he signed your forearm. He signed. No, he signed my chest. Your chest. Yeah, look, oh, there yeah. it is. And then Lemmy's you, on my then, forearm. And then you tattooed. Oh, that's right. And then you tattooed it on you. Yeah,
5: they had a, We had a tattoo artist waiting in the other studio, uh, White Lotus Tattoos in Laguna Beach. I, I, hope, I hope they're still functioning. He was I a think really they are. nice guy. And he was just waiting in the studio, and then Light Aussie uh, signed it with a sharpie, and then I waited went to the other studio. And he, he was him. also
0: reluctant. To, like, he didn't really want to do it. He thought he, it was freaky. He, yeah, he thought, man, really, you know. Anyway, well, he said it, he
5: regretted almost all his tattoos. Oh, is that so what he like, said? Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. I was like, I'm already covered, and I had dumb ones. I, I already had dumb ones. Yeah. And I'm like, don't worry about it, dude.
0: But this is a guy who I mean, he's Ozzy. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. So, but you love. Uh, uh, Black Sabbath. I love them. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, they,
5: I, easily, if I were to say, "What's the greatest rock and roll band of yeah. all time?" People would argue, of course. But yeah. Black Sabbath. The first four albums. They're amazing. There you go. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's like a no brainer if you're going to get that. So if you're already tatted up, I mean, and, he's and a legend. This was at the height of like the Osbournes. The, yeah. He was
5: a superstar. Right. You know uh, once again. I remember he did make a remark that you were a dummy or something yeah. like that. Like, what's wrong <laughs> with you? And I and also I said just sign it like you would sign any autograph, and he goes, "Okay." And then he starts drawing oh, all huge. over my body, <laughs> like all over my torso. And I was like, <gasps> oh, no. And he goes, just kidding. And he said, like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> totally screwed with you. And then how the hilarious. Lemmy thing happened.
5: Lemmy was on Loveline, and I oh, did okay. the same thing. Another and legend. Great, great story about that. He Lemmy comes in, and I say, hey, Lemmy, uh, and, uh, on the air, I go, hey, uh, Lemmy, I got, you know, like, Rock icons to sign me, and then I get the tattoo. of I would really appreciate if you, and as I get to like, if you, he takes a sharpie and signs my arm. I didn't you like, you it somewhere else. I didn't know. I didn't oh, have decided, but right. he just signs my, my like upper form. Uh-huh. And I, and he goes with an unlit cigarette in his mouth in studio, pulls it away, he goes, save your butt for Rob Halford. <laughs>
4: And who is Rob Halford? He is That's the lead singer crazy. of Judas Priest, who is <laughs> famously awesome. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's amazing. I, Omar reminded me of something the other day, that you are totally disgusted by human deformity. No, yet, no, no, no. But, I'm disgusted yet- by tails.
0: Oh, it's specific to tails? It's tales? just
1: tails.
5: Human, there's like this weird, I guess, I don't want to call it a deformity. It's kind of insulting. But, but you like when people punish their bodies. Right? I, lo- I love it. Willful, it's willful. Oh, no, like... I don't like the violent stuff. I like sexual depravity. Right. And when people do stuff to their bodies for the sake like, of, like, oh, What's
2: that one? The games? Um, what were the games that you were chanting at a Comic-Con? Games you were chanting. Yeah, because they that's where they... Uh, they where they slice they, their balls open. Yeah, they cut and their and they balls open. Oh, the, uh,
5: the BMG Olympics. Yeah, 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 that's Olympics the the pain, yeah, yeah, the Pain Olympics. Yeah, the Pain Olympics. That stuff's brutal, man. That's yeah, crazy.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I but have you're no... F- you're a fan of, like, prolapse party and I stuff like I love
5: prolapse. Th- I love, like, like uh, gigantic blown-out vag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, when, when people do the double wiener for the... it split their wiener in half for the sake of... I love that stuff because I'm fascinated by the... The mentality of wanting to do that. I have no time for, like, a beheading video. I don't want anything to do. I don't like that. It's not at all. But what what about the tail thing? I don't know why. There's something. It grosses me out. Even talking about it, I get, it like, a
1: buzzing on my own tailbone. Mm -hmm. There's something so gross about, like... (laughs) But I remember we were talking about Striker's tail, right? and, and, we and I, vom- deb- I literally vomited. And, I know, and we were debating whether he really had one or not. And you were like, "Stop talking about it." And yeah. we all kind of thought you were joking yeah. until you actually pulled the trash can over and started like you had the foam coming up. I and- don't know why. It's just every. I think everyone has those
5: strange things, you know. Have you touched it? Yeah, at a, at a at a Kings game. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, we're striking our- Was it and a he tail? Was hammered.
0: Is it, no, it just it's, a
5: bump? It's an extended coccyx, okay, for, according okay, to Dr. Okay, Drew, which okay, is the, okay. the bottom bone in your tailbone. Right. Where the one, if you hit it, it hurts
2: bad. If yeah, you fall oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. His is just like a little, oh, yeah, little yeah, more yeah. pointy. He
0: said he could wiggle it, though. He, <laughs> oh,
3: that. Can can you? You, <laughs> 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 and when he's happy That's to see funny. you, it starts wiggling.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ugh, what is it with you Mike in sending the text messages to Dave and me and Omar? And oh, that, that, that I love it. I can just human that.
0: Yeah, cuz he loves it. Cuz love he it. knows what kind of reaction reaction he's going to get on the okay, other absolutely. end. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good.
1: So have have and we enjoy getting as long as our kids don't see him. Sure. Um I show them have, to my daughter all the time. <laughs> 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 have you ever sent one to someone by accident that you I should not have? I was talking about it last yesterday on the air. Uh I uh,
5: Oliver Hudson um who was my wife's co-star for years on rules of engagement he's one of those people who likes it he get he's in the crew of wanting to see that stuff Uh and i was sending him four or five i mean horrible pictures i I believe it was the serial one the legendary serial (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and and prolapse the whole thing and i realized after sending four or five that i had sent them to olivia munn
1: oh no (laughs) Yeah.
2: (sighs) yeah good times oh no i know
1: and and okay. then she
2: texted back, said I want you. No, right she now. says I'm suing <laughs> like, you or something. Meet like that. me at my house. No, she <laughs> said
5: uh, she said nothing. I got ghosted, and uh, and then I wrote to her, I'm so sorry. That was so for someone else. I can't I can't apologize enough. Nothing. So I'm assuming either Maybe she changed her number or, yeah. or something. Well, yeah. she got she got hacked. Pretty famously oh. got hacked. Um. So I'm assuming she probably just changed her number. And isn't luckily
1: she, yeah. <laughs> isn't she one of the people who were saying she was one of the me too's as well or something?
5: Yeah, I think she accused Brett Ratner. Right. One of the but either way, I don't know. I, and
1: here you are following up with Well, just but she's also
5: she's also pretty open to grossness. Yeah. I remember her detailing to me I don't even know She how used to be a this.
1: regular guest on the Kevin and Bean yeah. show when she was like one of the one of the guys. And I've had extensive right. conversations with her off the air, like
5: outside of the studio. Okay. Um and she like she's all it w- There's way worse girls in Hollywood to have sent it to. You know, she's pretty open-minded okay. with that kind of stuff, and okay. she
1: gets kind of toilet humor. I wanted to touch on, you know, toilet humor, all that stuff. Um, Loveline, tell yeah. me, we we have limited time with you because sure. I know you got a lot of stuff. to it's do It's fine. Today. I, it,
5: listen, too, but who, who look, I'm
1: going to meet can wait. <laughs> I, I need to know that that moment where you get the job offer. I know you did some some test shows with Drew, and you know they were looking for new hosts and, yeah. and all that. How did that come about? How, how did you feel about I, it? That was the That's... only
5: time in my entire life, not just professionally. It was the only time in my life where I've ever, like, asserted myself. A lot of people may oh, not know. Oh, you wanted know. it that bad. I, said, I, I not only wanted it that bad, I said, I'm better at this than anyone. There's no one—you're you're not going to find anyone—I'm sure there's plenty of people who are funnier than me. I'm sure there's plenty of people who are worse drug addicts and, and, and have more sexual kind of missteps in their life. You're not going to find a better mixture— that has a history in being a broadcaster, right? And I, I said that to our our uh, collective boss Kevin Wetherley, Yeah. and he's like, "Okay, well, you know, let's give it a shot."
0: At the time, you know, Carole I will had say like- that Mike's schedule at the time he he was doing Loveline and the Kevin A Bean show yeah. at the same time. So he would leave. I, I, you guys were still in Culver City, yep. So so the same city but different studio, and he would leave there at midnight, go home, sleep for three, four Two or hours, three hours, yeah, and then come back and do the morning show. Insane, yeah. And he did that for six months? I did that for almost a year. But, uh, almost a year. The hard
5: part was I was doing E! News as well. So that was wow. like at noon uh, in Mid-Wilshire. And the, I just like, yeah, it was horrible. I, I made it a point. I kept telling myself every day, uh, don't bitch and moan about it.
4: Yeah. Because everyone it's, will know. Ki- everybody
5: would kill for that opportunity Everyone's for sure. tired It'd and everyone fortunate. would cut off their arm. There's a line of people around the block that would do it for less money. Yeah. So just don't bitch about it, you know.
0: So it took about six months of you, or a year of almost just auditioning before, I mean, that's, a, I mean, it's par for the course working was here at K-Rock. It's like, it takes forever for you to get an answer. So mm-hmm. you have yeah. to kind of work for free, and then eventually things will happen. It was about a couple months okay. of, of doing, like a couple
5: shows a week. I wasn't doing it every night because oh, okay. of the schedule. Right. Um, but then, yeah, eventually they- So was
1: it you and Stryker at that time? Like, I, I remember-
5: No, it was just it was just Drew. He was doing it by himself. So they needed a co-host. Um and after Striker, right? Yeah, okay, right. Okay, and um, and so I, yeah, that was the, like I said, the only time I ever really can say I, I, I asserted myself, I believed in myself, and I and I went for something, and it worked out, you know. So, and then you killed it, and then I destroyed the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I pointed out to
1: Dave earlier, I'm not Ted
5: McGinley because he joins shows and they die. Uh-huh. I leave them,
1: and they <laughs> them But during that stint on Love Line, mm-hmm. you were Love Line's Lover Boy. That's right, right. or the Love I'm Line Lover stars. Boy. Right, I think, and so you were on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I like when you do it. late. Like, do it again. Love line, lover boy. <laughs> Better than Bergeron. Mike Michael Catherwood.
2: Love line, lover boy. Mike Catherwood. Close. Was yeah. that your intro? I
1: believe so. Yeah, right. I don't know. I never watched.
2: Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went to that taping. That was the first one. And then how did your that? So one. you you <laughs> go
1: from you you go from horrible right. Um, Initiation with the Kevin and Bean show, you yeah. make it through that, you know, uh, that blender, and then you go to onto Loveline, and now you're on television on yeah. E, and then the biggest star, the biggest show on ABC, Dancing with the Star. No, 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 <laughs> no, he did Regis first. That, that was thats what where, really that, that's where it came from.
0: That's yeah. where,
5: it, uh, unbeknownst to me, listeners, they had this contest uh, right at towards the end of Regis's tenure on Regis and uh, Kelly. He would take time off because he was like eighty, mm-hmm. um, and they would do these these novelty weeks where it'd be like the week the the men of Major League Baseball, the men of the NYFD, men of radio, and then they did the men of radio. And I had I didn't know anything; I'd never really watched that show. Listeners nominated who they wanted to see on that show, and I, I had no idea, but that somehow I got
0: wrapped up in that mm-hmm. and got down to like the final like ten dudes. By the way, I, I'm pretty sure. That it wasn't psych, uh it wasn't Mike Catherwood from the Kevin and Bean show. It was just Loveline. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. That's always the case with K Rock and yeah. Kevin and Bean. Kevin well, and Bean always get the shaft, but <laughs> always. But it was that's a hilarious. national. It was hilarious. probably because of a national, national show. Okay. syndicated
1: show because yeah. they knew a kid in Des Moines, Iowa would potentially know who yeah. Loveline's Mike Catherwood was. And um, nobody at I that
0: point knew who Mike Catherwood was. No, one. yeah, no. I mean, no. uh, thirty dudes in but, Long Beach know who I. <laughs> <you> know? <laughs> but but who who were your co stars in that show? On Dancing with the Stars, you got the was the Hoff on that on, on that season? No,
5: I had uh, Kirstie Alley. Okay, Sugar Ray Leonard, which was oh wow, awesome. Awesome. I spent most of my time when I wasn't banging dancers, I was talking <laughs> to Sugar Ray Leonard about, and he would just dish about legendary fights. About wow, uh, and it was really a, fascinating. Uh, yeah, um, Chris Jericho, who's a great guy, who's mm-hmm. probably the only guy I still talk to. Um, uh, let's see Who else uh, I remember your trainer Hines Ward Your trainer was smoking hot Yeah she was pretty good Yeah She was pretty solid <laughs> Pretty solid situation Yes
4: Yeah I can see that
5: And and so that's how that happened I, I got on Regis I filled in for Regis
0: Once uh, During that menorrhea. And by the way you were the funniest out of all the radio... I'm not saying that because you're my friend. Yeah. I'm saying it because it was true. You were personable, and for some reason... You, you, everybody else sucked, was cheesy, and you were just yourself.
5: Well, I probably... And not to stick up for... I don't even know who the other guys were, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it was probably a wildly intimidating... Didn't they do Seacrest? Wasn't he one of them? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I, but... I bet you a lot of those guys looked at it as, like, this is my entree into mainstream television. Mm. I looked at it like, can you believe this shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go out there and, and have a blast. And, and Kelly was the nicest person ever. I was like, this is gonna be, this is shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, They do all the production for you. They prep all the stories. They do everything. All you got to do is go out there and talk for it. <laughs> By the way. For forty minutes, and that's it. And <laughs> I was like, "This is
4: come best job in the show business." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, that's the
5: way I looked at it, and I think that's why it maybe came off uh, more relaxed and natural because yeah. I, I was pretty relaxed. Wow. But they asked me to come back a couple times, like three or four more times, to do it. And after that, someone at ABC called and asked me if I wanted to do answer the stars, which I said no. Oh, yeah. I was. I thought. I thought for sure Kevin and Beam were pranking me. So no I was like, way! Uh, yeah, well, this is the, this is what really happened. She, Dina Katz, who is the executive producer, sat me down in her office, and she says, um, I, "So you've been filling in with for with Kelly a couple quite a bit." And I was like, "Yeah, it's been great. It's really a lot of fun, and I I really appreciate them letting me do that." Um, she goes, "What do you think about Dancing with the Stars?" And I go, Uh, it's super popular." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "What do you think about being on it?" And I go, "Oh, is Bergeron leaving?"
0: Oh, I thought I was host. getting this
5: incredible opportunity to maybe be a host of a television right. show, which wouldn't be that crazy. You know, I, you're a um, host of a radio show. Yeah, it's a natural yeah. and, progression. And right. and, um, and she goes, no, 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 to be a contestant. I was like, that's no. <laughs> By that's the way, doesn't no. that
2: seem even further from what you were thinking?
5: Yes. Because you're like, who am I? I? Well, thats I said, listen, I work on a morning radio show where every season, twice a year, we find the cast of the they they announced the cast of dancing with the stars and for half the people we go who the hell is that right <laughs> I said, i'm it. not gonna be that guy right that's who i'll be mm-hmm. for every other morning radio show around the country because yeah. i'm not a star and they said well we've never had someone who's just a straight radio person and we really want to and i like five other people in my in my agent my manager they're all like you have to do this you have to do this yeah and i said no i can't i just and they said what 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 really do you have to lose it's not like you have any mainstream fame and you stand to gain some a lot of
0: exposure and right?
5: i uh, i guess you're right and then i've you know at the time that you know they pay you like 175 grand wow. which is not you know it's not blow the world money but for what i knew was going to be like one episode yeah <laughs> i was like oh fuck it then yeah at and that yeah. time
0: in my life that was life oh, yeah. i mean that was life-changing right. money yeah and so. it is that that was the tail end of your career on Kevin and Bean. That when was you, it. But what, that was it, right? That was because the you, end had, of it. you yeah. had to train like yeah. six or seven hours a day. Right. You had,
5: like you were contractually obvious. Now, what you do with those six or seven hours is up to you. Yeah. I, I just couldn't possibly have maintained. Yeah. So, right. in hindsight, good move? I don't know. I, I hate to look back on it and say like bad move. Good. I don't. I don't. I mean, I didn't enjoy doing it. I don't. You were awkward on some of those episodes. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not something
1: I would want to do.
0: That's interesting because yeah. you strike me as a guy who likes to get out of his comfort zone and just try
1: new things. So he, that's he for wasn't sure. Physically, like we thought he was going to get up and do the sprinkler and like all the funny dance moves.
5: Well, he, did when, when he did when he got kicked did when I <laughs> had when I had the ability he to control what the, I was uh, doing. The tearing and the ripping. Yeah, what did
2: you have the, or the and the Terran. I don't remember. Yeah, which is one of the hardest dance moves to do. I don't remember. I don't
5: remember any. I didn't. I just didn't like think of it as something I would seriously do. And they gave you no wiggle room to, like, improvise and be funny. Um, and then when they came back, after I got kicked off, they do – that's all. Like, well, just have fun with it. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is now, – now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember I wore, like, a complete women's leotard. <laughs> and, oh, this is true. This is a, a funny little anecdote about Dancing with the Stars. They have to fit you before every – obviously before every episode. So I said, I want to wear a woman's, like, leotard where, you know, a full – Jane Fonda Leotard. Mm-hmm. So they went and they got me one as an American Apparel, like double XL, and it fit, it was skin tight. But it was really tight on your, the balls. Like mm-hmm. a,
1: this is like a morph suit, basically.
5: I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, it, it was like a Jane Fonda <laughs> okay. workout suit, you know? Right. And. But it was really tight on my ball, and it's ABC, it's Disney. They can't show even an outline, so they had to make this like uh, almost like the the cups they put in bras, like a a padding yeah, to type smooth cup it over, to smooth it over. Really? So you look like a Ken doll. Yeah. So they fit me for it, and the guy, uh, costume designer, is looking at and he fitting. And I come back for the day of the show, and I swear to God, the thing's like the size of an iPad.
4: <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you couldn't have hooked me up a little more. Like,
5: he's like, well, I just, I fit it, didn't I? I took the measurements,
2: I put it on, fit perfect. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Covered, Covered everything. Uh, well, That's uh, funny. Yeah, I remember when you told us that, you know, we couldn't tell anybody you were going to be on the show, yeah. my phone started ringing off the hook, and it was TMZ. Really? Trying to confirm it. That's and funny. I, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh man. I was like, do I tell them? And then like, cause I wanted to get your name out there like beforehand. And I was like, like hey, TMZ, you'll yeah. get good, you'll get good exposure. And I was like, no, but I, I knew that you would probably have gotten in trouble. Right. Probably. But yeah, but in the end result, it would have been I the same.
1: I that we had to keep that secret for yeah. like yeah. a
5: month. Until they make the announcement, which I think yeah. they did on the bachelor. Yeah. And then, damn it.
2: I should have just blew it. <laughs> but that was,
5: that was like the, the aspect of it that I thought was kind of fun or allure, is that, I was like walking my dogs and like TMZ would be there. You know, when you're on Dancing with the Stars, that that's the way. I we were flying to New York to do Good Morning America after I got kicked off, which is I I guess par for the course, you know. And the pilot came to take pictures with Lacey and I. My poor. Like <laughs> what? yeah, I was like a huge wow. fan of dancing with the stars. I was just huh? like, like my daughter won't believe it." And I'm like, "This is it was just uh, that was weird. That was a weird aspect of it." I remember I was on a date with Cheryl Burke from the show mm-hmm. and TMZ came out and like took pictures of us, and she was like so angry because <sighs> I was um, romantically involved with other dancers, oh, and she's like, "I'm gonna get such hell wow. from these other right, set right, dancers right, right, because right. The, you know, there's like this dancers weird... guys, yeah. dancers." So,
0: so you had a good time.
5: That yeah, yeah, I mean that I definitely wouldn't trade for anything. That was right. the weirdest situation where you become. I always thought it was just such a stereotype, like. Oh, just get on TV, and and everything. And girls just throw themselves at you. No, girls, <laughs> girls would throw themselves at me. It was the strangest thing. And I'm not saying that to brag. I mean right. it, it. It was science fiction. Yeah. Where you'd be at one of these like bougie LA clubs, and you see the that girl for across the room that's just like out of everyone's league. Now that instead of like working up the courage to talk to her, she just starts talking to you. Wow. And it, it's, it's so weird. <laughs>
0: But I mean, I'm not complaining. The <laughs> weirdest thing, uh, speaking just because we're t- uh, talking about t- TMZ. Remember when TMZ featured that video where you and Muggs were in like baby gear? What was Dude, that? Do you remember that? Gear? That was the B- dopest. B- <laughs> we were
5: playing. That was playing, awesome. That's, we were playing like, yeah. the Kevin Federline Britney Spears kids. Yeah. And we made a oh, we put we spinners on our on a on a oh, on a
1: Gaga. That's yeah. right. And we
5: put spinners on a stroller. That was that was awesome. And, oh yeah, that was fun. It was fun. It was like it was Mike
0: and beer mug right here in this studio, and Team Z is filming them, and like Mike spitting rhymes into this microphone, wearing one of those baby With bonnets. bonnets, yeah, yeah. and a
1: diaper. I mean, yeah, you're in a diaper. diaper. Yeah, you're in a diaper. Adult. We did we did put spinners on a on a wheel on a, yeah. on a on a you know stroller. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was awesome. That was freaking awesome.
0: <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, we appreciate you taking the time, man. We're gonna have to do it again, in maybe sure. about a month or so. We didn't even a lot get to more... you
1: and Doto and yeah. the knives and we didn't get to uh, you know oh my god brow down
2: Your crowning achievement here at K-Rock musically
5: maybe yeah, yeah. It's, it's sure it was, I don't sure know it was on. Hey, hey
2: their Vagina was pretty strong oh. Hey their
5: Vagina it, I think got more mainstream success but I'll tell you I was in Mammoth this is 2018 <laughs> and I was in Mammoth like two weeks ago a guy comes up to me in the mountain he's like Glendon
1: yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All you. right. Well, thank you. Are. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. You guys ideas. are all awesome. Psycho important. Mike Catherwood. Uh, hit us with an email. DJ Omar Khan, K-Rock.com, lightningkrock.com, DJ Sanchez at Krock.com. Yeah. Or, or call or the AFLine. Leave us an AFRO call, yeah.
0: 323-520-AFRO. Uh, I thought that was the post. <laughs> 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 keep talking. Fill it
3: My on God. up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, here we go. The Thanks, Mike. B-team. Thanks. Yeah. The B-Team. The B-Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team, baby. See you, Mike. Bye. I
5: can't.
3: I'm not like you. No, like Come on, you, you got
1: you got to fart into the mic for us, Mike. I can't do it on cue like you do. Come on.
3: I, I, can't. Oh. Oh. I can't. I really can't. I would have to if say
4: that. The guy that. doesn't f-
0: have to fart. doesn't have to
1: fart. Mike would, was notorious. Are you still taping? No. Okay. Bye.
0: I mean, yes, I am. <laughs> Sorry. I just stopped for the other thing.
1: Mike would reach down and pull pull the microphone to his crotch and yeah. just fart right yeah, into it have all one, the time.
0: I would correct it,
6: yeah.
1: All right. You're, you're the man. Thanks.